Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to The Front Porch. My name is Dennis Rogers. As always, I'm joined by my good buddy, Michael Daniels, and we got a special guest with us in the studio this week. Chris Borland is here. Hey, Hello, Chris. Front Porch. How are you? Chris, Chris, Chris. Hey, we, we call him Captain Chris these days. It's true. You do. I, I don't know <laughs> that anybody else does. But. Oh, I called him Captain Chris a long time ago, but you know, now it's just official. It's because I'm such a good leader. I don't... Yeah. Right. Okay. I, I wasn't sure where you were going with that. Yeah. With that <laughs> me, me either. Captain, my captain. I mean, come on now. That's how it is. Okay. Just no, we, we just we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit later. Captain Chris comes from the fact that he's a, he's the captain of our, our Star Trek uh, role playing group, um, the captain on the ship. So, which we don't even have a ship yet. So, I'm not sure you're actually captain of anything. But that know. that'll be this oh. week. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, spoilers. Unless. Unless Fox bails at the last minute, like right. he's been known <laughs> Poor to do. Fox. Shots hey, he's fired. busy. He's got a life. It's how it works. It's it's true. He's he's talking about movies. He's a busy man. He's a busy man. He's he's seeing movies. Yeah. He's got screenings he goes to. Yeah, that he doesn't yeah. invite us to. Oh no, he, that's the worst part. Is that he does invite us to them, but he's way out in D.C. Yeah, that's true. Ugh. Yeah, he did so invite us. I think he just, I think he just toys us, toys you know us with it. Is what it is. Come in. They got this great party we're having with this movie theme party and. It's going to be awesome, and then we don't get to come. Cause it's... All, all you got to do is quick fly to, to Maryland. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It starts in two hours. Yeah, right. yeah you, can, you, can, you can do it. It's all right. Well, you know, it, it's nice to be invited, so I, I do true. appreciate it's that. true. So, uh, Dennis, how's your house going these days? On, on ketchup on Dennis's house. Yeah, that's true. Mike, Mike started doing the shaming game <laughs> in my house project. <laughs> like um, he should. Right. That's actually that's actually a good opportunity to jump right ahead into <laughs> good news. Do you have windows? <laughs> good news. Oh man. Okay. What's good news? Right. I I somehow always blindside Michael with this uh, oh, with man. this good news. Everyone segment. I'll it I'll is go ahead to, that, that I can't remember now that and that, I I I forgot to mention it before we started recording. But uh, <laughs> what what we do, Chris, is every we got we got some uh, some feedback that we're we're a little too negative about stuff and so i said what if, <laughs> what if every show right you right guys? such cynicism i said what if uh what if every week we just give a little bit of something that's that's legitimate good news unlike the ironic good news from futurama but anyway um mine for this week is that i uh i finally got in and updated the website for my house project Hey, which, that's good news, right? It's a thing. Like it? I think, 2015 <laughs> or something was the last time I posted on there, and uh, some, you know, obviously some work has happened in the two, in the intervening two years. But um, wait, you, I, I, I went. I'm not sure if, if if the actual like good news is that you did more work on your house or that you just did the same right. to talk about that you did work. On well, your house, it's but you didn't really. Well, work it's on both. <laughs> It's both, right? Like enough enough work has happened on the house that I'm like, oh, there are several, you know, blog posts worth of photos and and updates that I have been slacking on on getting on here because like I in the post that I put up and I'll put a link in the show notes at drakesbrewhouse.com um, is a lot of uh, demo demolition and framing that happened like late 2015 mm-hmm. and and early 2016 and so like that's all been there for a while i painted it just a couple months ago or primed that's the whole thing i've 
talked about in weeks prior but yeah and then also that also gave me an opportunity to go through my uh dropbox camera uploads folder yeah it's just like just like uh trash heap of every image on my phone that that dropbox manages to get uploaded in there and it's just just sorting out you know pictures from Mm -hmm. the house i'm looking at it right now and 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 memes and and all the memes and like like screenshots of our group chats and stuff yeah yeah uh and everything else mostly i left i'm like i'm not gonna i can't sort out all these pictures but i'll at least get the house pictures and the and the Um, memes wow i'm looking at the site for the first time this is uh actually impressive i it's it's professional isn't it it's well no i just thought the, the site's a site but no i'm talking about just the stuff you've done I'm like I'm like. He's like the site's a site. <laughs> no, it's the site's a whatever. I, Dennis, Dennis can do this in his the site's just a the site's just a right. theme I got yeah, somewhere Dennis back can do in this 2013. In no, I mean I just like yeah this these are this is nice. I mean you actually have doors and and windows. Yeah. And a deck. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's, windows it's, were one of the first yeah. things we did. It's yeah. it's a while ago. Yeah. Man. Oh well, that that is good news. All right, so now that our fans can actually, besides just hearing you talk about it, can actually see the see the progress happening. Yep. Yeah. And then, and then you know what you're gonna have to do. You're gonna have to at, at the end. You're gonna have to take pictures of the people you sell it to, and and then show us where you moved back to Bloomington, mm-hmm. and you know. Right. Yeah. That's right. Then the next part is where you're moving back. Mm-hmm. You know, when it finally happens. <laughs> so, so we all know. Uh, I'll, I'll take I'll take my turn living in Zon's old house. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, yep. So my, my good news would probably have to be. I mean, I'm I'm a. a, a I'm a pretty strong Christian. I'm not sure if I've mentioned that. We don't talk about religion too much on here, but uh, Easter was great for me. had a, had a good time at church. It was awesome, fun. Uh, had family over afterwards. My daughter and and her husband, and then the baby was over, and we played Wiz War for hours, um, and then Epic Spell War after that. So it was awesome. It was a fun time. Got got got. I got people over in the house and playing games and Easter baskets. And my littlest one, Sydney, she just you know she already has enough. Um, candy as it is but candy. oh my god mm-hmm. i mean being the only kid in the house now she just gets the, get all the stuff that she wants all all the good stuff too not these like crappy jelly beans she gets like the pure solid chocolate easter bunnies and the reese's cup things and is she come is she coming to uh tuesday gaming oh yeah she better bring she better bring some of that candy oh, god, no, i've got a <laughs> she needs to share some of that with me i do have a cabinet full of stuff it's great because after the icg con weekend we had like people leave stuff so I've, I've still got pantry full of things and people left all their little snacky candies and it's up in the in the cabinet uh ton of that stuff yeah that's that's good i think if i if i hadn't spent my my low downtimes this afternoon updating the website my my good news probably would have been similar because I had uh, my brother-in-law and sister from uh, from Nashville, Tennessee, up for the weekend. Oh, nice! We we for the first time played uh, Five Minute Dungeon. Oh, wait! Yeah, what'd you think? Which of I that? bought. I bought Sight Unseen after um, um, we talked about it two weeks ago uh, after ICG Con, and uh, yeah, it was pretty good. We um, it doesn't. I don't think it has a lot of replay and maybe that's just me like once because it's a because it's a campaign a co-op dungeon crawler yeah like once you beat the whole game i'm like yeah sure we could play again but yeah. that's usually like you get different people and then you can play different uh right. different quests but i don't mind like those kind of um what do you call it like agility or sp- a speed game i guess yeah. you'd call it right um, yeah, dexterity. Is, is, 
not not my thing at all. Like I don't like pit. I don't like spoons. Yeah. I don't like. I, uh, I, I don't like those games either. I don't like Dutch Blitz. Any of that stuff where like somebody threw down a bunch of cards and now they won and it that makes me angry. But well, that, that's, this that's, game, it's like a this game thing. Yeah, this game doesn't doesn't have any of those issues for me because it's co op. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. The the it, it's very much a uh, casual player game, so the people to play mm-hmm. again, like I said, those gateway things where anyone can pick it up and play it, and it really gets everyone involved. It's a great yeah, it's pretty accessible. Thing. Yeah, um, and and honestly, not everyone sits down and plays the the full on campaign. So or or even better, actually, is that most people don't make it all the way through. So right. if you're if you're playing with the same group of people and you're like, oh, we played through five, all right, that's good enough for us. We we lost. We, you know, it's a good time. Let's go do something else. Next time, there's some people. Let's break out five minute dungeon and see if we can make it through again. It's it's an interesting thing. I said this when um, when I talked about uh, we played Legendary over the holidays, Thanksgiving, yeah. I think it was. And I don't know if it's a thing because I play a lot of games, but if we get to like we played a whole game of Legendary and we lost, and I was like, okay, what do you, what do you guys want to play next? Right, yeah. like what other game are we gonna like? We I lost a game like that happens all the time, yeah. and they they were like, no, let's separate these piles out, shuffle it back up, and try again, like nice. immediately, hmm. no question. That's pretty good. And I'm like, oh, okay, and that's what we did with Five Minute Dungeon. Like we just we just made attempts until we killed all the bosses, just like just like Raid Night. I think that's actually like a rarity thing. I, I don't. I don't see that very often. I see most people like, ah, oh, maybe next time. I think that's been my experience. Right. I, I would love to have people that like, let's keep going until we got it. <laughs> that'd, that'd be great. How about you, Chris? What 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 good thing happened to you this week? Uh, I well, I just got back on vacation from vacation. That's why I couldn't do this last week. Um, was, oh, nice. I was uh, I was at the beach. Uh, got lucky and uh, got in an auction. Got a condo down at Myrtle Beach. Uh, for oh, cheap, nice. I mean, it costs us like fifty bucks a day to to stay in this wow. condo, so it was really, really cheap, and uh, and it was it was a good time. It was just uh, Jen and I, and that's we just had a time to relax, and it was a little cold, but other than that, it was really good. So nice. yeah, we had a really good week. And, uh, it's nice. I when I was in um, eighth grade, freshman high school, we lived in North Carolina, right on the South Carolina border. And uh, so I went down to Myrtle Beach a couple times, like one school trip and one or two family trips. We only lived in that area for like two years. Yeah, but. it was not. We we stayed. In, it was actually it's, it's it was nice in North there. Myrtle Beach, so it wasn't as like pigeon forgy as you know, or Gatlinburg <laughs> as as Myrtle Beach is. Yeah, yeah. All the wax museums as, and as, stuff they have now. It's crazy. Yeah, t- touristy. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, we had a good time. And then when I got back, I got a game that I. I wanted to take with me, but it's a fugitive. It's one that uh, Trotsky had introduced me to. It's a two person game. Cause I thought Jen would love it. And she does. So we've, we've played it a few times. It's uh, it's kind of clue like, but one person's running away and the other person's trying to, you have to it. figure out who is the one armed man. Yes. You have to figure out where they are. <laughs> nice. Oh, Hey, speaking of two player games that, that I, I also had a similar experience this week. Uh, um, one deck dungeon came in. And Dennis and I have talked about that for a bit on the show previously, but I I described that game to my brother in law after we played Five Minute Dungeon because I'm like I played this other game that's very similar to this except it's not fast, it's not speed, and it used dice. Yeah, because the, the format is the same. It's that like dungeon 
not even dungeon crawler. I don't know what you really call it. Uh, it's a dungeon crawler. I felt dungeon crawler ish. Um, well, I, I got the thing is that that I got it thinking that I would you know since it's single player and I enjoyed it when I played it that I would I would play it. Um, but Sydney was there and we were just I think this was Saturday maybe, and she uh, I said you want to just try this and she just happened to be in the mood like sure why not and mm-hmm. man she took to it like a fish in water she just loved it. And, and so I, I was like, we played the first game and she was all about it. And then I, I mentioned the campaign mode that they have in it. Um, and then we talked about the campaign mode while reading it in the back. And she was like, let's play the next one. And then we just continued on. And then she was pretty much like, I, I actually had to stop. Cause like, okay, I, I think we're, we played enough for today. And then the next day we played it again. And I know wow. right, right now, if I wasn't recording, she'd want to go play some more campaigns with it nice. that's a good game nice. yeah, yeah. Awesome. we had um a, a couple who are friends with my brother and sister-in-law came for a couple hours uh to visit they live in ohio somewhere so they don't they don't get those the two couples don't get to get together very often anymore because there's they live so far apart and the the husband is a big board gamer um okay. and so i got to chat with him a little bit he really loves um Arcadia Quest. Oh man, yeah. Arcadia. Okay. Is, is there an it. R in there? I don't know. No. Yeah, I think it's Arcadia Quest. Um, I've I've never played it. My my sister said she. My brother in law loved it. My sister did not. She was like, yeah, it was like just all this reading and all this kind of stuff. And when we were kind of rattling off games that we played recently, I told him about Legendary and Custom Heroes and other games that I've really been liking in the last six months or so, and. There's just something, something that, something about a cooperative game that just changes the dynamic of, you know, the group gathering board game experience Mm -hmm. in such a in such a dramatic way. Like, there's no like, well, I mean, um, any anything I can say about that is really just describing the difference between competitive and cooperative. Like, there's no one person disappointed or one person, you know triumphant at somebody else's expense like you win or lose yeah. together and it's it's yeah. uh i really yeah. like that i, I do too I, lo- I love cooperative games especially uh, with my family where you know feelings can get hurt so much more easily with people you're you know really close with really familiar yeah that's true but there, there are times though i just need to i need to need that competitive part the the trash talking and you know all of that <laughs> it's just so much fun so. Sure, yeah. it depends. It depends on the people. I think in a in a two player game, you can you can get that more easily. I mm. I can I I can do it more often with uh, with the Bloomington people. Um, well, the one thing I, sure. I, I, one... I do with my family, you know, I grew up, you know, playing euchre and rummy and stuff with my grandparents. So it's not not a foreign concept. I just especially if you're learning a new game. You, then yeah. you get that like the person learning the rules is almost guaranteed to lose yeah and, yeah. Uh, yeah well our our, t- our tuesday game nights have been started off with like risk legacy which was proved to be a almost like group shattering mm-hmm. kind of kind of event risk um, legacy was the second game oh second right that's right pathfinder was the other one um and then Me- and remember then, when i was there right no right. no right. no nobody does it's <laughs> so long too ago. long uh but then, but th- since then we've kind of picked co-op games like legacy co-op games uh, like Pandemic and Conan and other things, um, and that's been that's proved really really successful. Uh, one way that was kind of a a go-between that we really liked was um, 
oh star wars it's the alliance or yeah it's called oh why it's driving imperial assault imperial assault right um and and that has that has uh like four versus the 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 dm team yeah yeah so so there it is kind of there's pvp because we're all against one person which is kind of fun uh so it had the pvp but not you know, yeah. um, so that was, that's, just, that's fun. I, I do like co-ops um, for, as for Acadia quest, um, that's one that Trotsky owns that I absolutely love. First off, it's PVP. The whole game's PVP. Right. So, so the reason most people don't like it is because they lose. Um, sure. And, and it is one of those cutthroat. It's like whoever, you know, gets the treasure and get and kills this person wins. So, it, and it's, it sucks. it's legacy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's got a campaign mode. You, you continue to, well, it's not legacy in the sense that the board changes. I mean, right. the board changes because it's like randomly made and, and there's different boards. But yeah, it's, we, it's, we, it's we did a whole episode talking about that back right. like it, it's campaign nine or ten. So so that you're you track different things with your character and they get, it gets better and you keep items and things like that. So I really liked it and I told Trotsky he can't get rid of it. And if he does, <laughs> then I'm going to buy it. I mean, I'm probably going to buy, buy the scent off of him. Oh God, he's he's one he's going to sell. Um, Gloomhaven without ever playing. What? What? Yeah. So I'm probably going to buy it from him. Uh, <laughs> of course you are. Because uh, if you don't, one of us will. Yeah, I, I will. I, mean, I know. I I couldn't kickstart that game because I'm like I don't I don't have a group to play it with. I can't drop like three hundred dollars on a board right. game. Right. Without, uh, I, I told I told him that one he can store it at my house because it's huge and whatever. In case oh. we ever do want to play it, there, he had good he, reasons for not wanting he, to play it. I can't remember what it was. Oh, it's not just a storage thing. Like he doesn't want to play. We'll have to get him on the it's show big. again. Yeah, it's so big, that, so that he can account for himself. Right, but I, mean, uh, I don't know. I've never played it, so I don't. I, I'm not really justified in have. But um, oh, I know Arcadia, what it was. It, it's Arcadia not, it's Quest. Not like a le- it's not a legacy or a campaign game. It's just playing different scenarios. Is all it is. Oh, like mechs um, minions. like mechs yeah. versus minions. Yeah, mechs versus minions. Yeah, so it's not like legacy, and I think it's only like four player. Hmm. So it's a. It's a that's what I was going to say about Arcadia Quest. It's one of the. Right. That's one of the things he said. Like that, you guys never get to play it because it's four player. Right. Well, now now we've got two groups going. At, that are two four. Player yeah, groups. that's. I was I was going to say that you're almost kind of set up now to have two. I mean, once you guys get through pandemic, you could be doing you know one group of Arcadia Quest and one group of Gloomhaven. Yeah. Yeah. Or I mean, whatever. Right, and and I think that's that's going to open us up a lot more to other games. Um, so, you know, depends on what season two wants to do or season one wants to do. That's our, that's Chris's group. Chris, you're in season one pandemic, right? We're destroying yeah. it. So, yeah. So, Hey, yeah, we, nice. we talk about our, our Tuesday group every once in a while. I played, I played Chris's, uh, seat in the first you session did. of that. And you lost. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you lost. I, we haven't lost uh, since I've, since I've actually been able to come and play. So I just, uh, yeah, the same, my, I have, I have a copy of that game. I've been playing with my family when there are at least four of my brothers together. Um, which means we've played like three mm-hmm. times since I bought yeah. it a year and a half, two years ago, <laughs> which right. is whatever. Like I knew that when I bought it, I was like, okay, risk legacy is terrible. So we're going to do this. <laughs> we're going to go co-op. Um, it, 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 it's funny I, I, it's been a long time since i watched it and now i think i have, or played it and i have a big appreciation for what it does and all the all the stuff in it, it but it's just risk that was the problem that's the, the, that's the core at problem. the core of it it's still risk 
BS dice area control right. com- completely imbalanced. Yeah, it's just risk. But isn't pandemic risk, reverse area control? Things. I mean, I feel like it's still like you've got to be in the right place. You got to get rid of the things. I mean, yeah, but you're yeah. you're not rolling dice true. and you're That's working true. together. I agree. Well, I don't want to play risk. So, I hate so far, my so so boring. Oh yeah, right. yeah. So far, far my awful. review of the season two has been season one is was so much more fun at this point. I mean, it's a different kind of game, but season two. I mean, granted, we've lost. That's not something that's dimming my view of it it just doesn't feel doesn't have the feel season one felt like you were doing a lot of stuff and you were curing mm-hmm. diseases and the board was changed as you go this one is kind of like it railroads you it, yeah, that's it, what it sounded you, like if you you have yeah. to do this yeah it, it, you have to do this and you have to do this and we're playing the same game each time and we're not do, we're not actively doing things i mean there's sometimes but really the game is the same game we've played since the beginning mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then then it's like okay so uh the game's over now open this box that changes the board and 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 if we didn't do it before, by the third session, it says, "Okay, since you didn't do it, go ahead and open it now." Yeah. So it's just so, it feels very railroad. So, but you guys didn't get to the shame box, did you? Well, no, we didn't get to the shame box. <laughs> you came close. The shame right? box is like if you lose four games in a row. We did. We lost three games in a row. Um, if you lose four games in a row, it says open up this box. And right. We, and and in, in pandemic, the first season had something like that too, where it was like, "Oh, now you have easy mode." Um. So we don't we don't want to open mm-hmm. up the box. No, nah, you need to. We don't have to. No, no. I want you to. Of course not. All right. So so we talked about good news. Everybody's got some good news. Let's have our other segment that we get to um, do this week. Our um, yeah. Let's challenge. let's let's turn it around a little bit and talk about a just horrible Netflix original for wait, our wait. weekly challenge. D- you didn't love that show? What I was the name understand. of that? Uh, a movie. A movie called too Game much, Over Man. Too much penis. Game Over Man. Is that what that was called? Oh man. Yeah. So not to be a dude, So but... much frontal frontal so male nudity. Penis. Right. Oh. Well, I think it here, let's go let's go with our guest first this time. Chris, tell us about what you thought of this show. Uh not since Joffrey in in, in a show have I ever wanted characters to die so much. <laughs> 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 I really wanted all three of them to die and go away. And uh, they were just so awful. Oh. And and then, you know, as the more I got into it, I was like, oh, boy, is this such a ripoff of Die Hard, which I got. I mean, I sort of felt like that's where it was going. That's insulting oh, wow. Die Hard so hard. Like, like Die Hard mixed with... Um, Not even Hamilton? that good. No, no. Maybe? Maybe? Oh. These are giving huge compliments to this right. movie. Cause this but you know what? I talked to, to um, so I'm old. That's why I'm really the captain in, in our in our starship. But anyway, <laughs> but my kids are older. So <laughs> I was talking to my 25-year-old tonight. He loved it. He thought it was hilarious. He watched uh, Workaholics, and he really mm. likes that humor, and that's where those guys come from. And and I was like, okay, all right, I get it. Maybe I just need to have been in more of that, that comedic you know, understanding of where they're coming from before I watch this movie. But I don't know. I, I feel that I feel that same way. I, I felt kind of as I was watching the first half of it, I, I it dawned on me that okay, I know I watched um, The Mask and any Jim Carrey movie when I was young, and I thought they were absolutely hilarious. They were the most funniest things in the world because they were stupid. And then if you got a, a random movie that was raunchy at the same time, it made mm-hmm. it even over the top better. Sure, sure. Um, and and then. You know, you watch them now, and only they're only hilarious because they're of nostalgic reasons. 
But yeah, this felt just like that. This felt like if I was that age and this was all new to me, I'd never seen right. this kind of raunchy humor or not just a raunchy humor, this kind of dumb humor. Um, I would maybe thought it's really, really hilarious, but it's just, yeah. And that could be it. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, it just could be yeah an age thing or something, but I, I... combination of, I mean, Mike, you and I talked about this off the air last week when we, when we decided on this show and you said, um, that thing about being at a certain age, enjoying a, a certain thing. It's, I think it's a combination of age and frame of mind. Like yeah. I, I was, uh, pretty buzzed when I watched it, which <laughs> I'm, I'm glad of for two reasons. Like it made, I'm sure there was at least one moment where I laughed at something. <laughs> I, I, and oh, I, no, I, I, I no longer, I no I longer laughed. remember yeah. what that was, which is the second thing that I'm glad uh, I, I that feel, I watched I it in that way, state yeah. because I don't want any part of that movie to to stay in my in my memory like i but it's going to i want to i want to forget they did a good job with that because it's going to you're always going to remember this as the penis movie i mean i mean you just are i mean you know you know what i remember uh uh, the one the one guy from home alone who's not joe pesci home alone joe pesci was in home alone oh yes okay the other guy yeah yeah yeah. right okay marv marv Uh, wet bandit marv Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I I had I had a couple things. Okay. Now well, that, he, he now got that his. It, well, wait. Are we allowed to spoil? Are there spoilers? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We're told spoilers. About I mean, he's yeah. the one that got it we're, cut off. Or whatever, we're gonna right? spoil that movie. Please don't watch it. <laughs> yeah. Please <laughs> don't, don't even watch it. Watch it. Um, so, yeah. Marv gets his penis cut off, and and it gets flopped around a lot, and it's yeah. Right. Yeah. You like, think he's dead, yeah. and then he comes back, and. Right. You know, okay, so I, I'm going to cop to the part that's actually, that did make, me, the one part that made me laugh, and it, it literally had to have been, the, because it was like one in the morning or something, and I was loopy that I laughed at it. It was the penis part. It was like when he's walking around and, he, and like constantly has his, his penis out, the one guy, I can't remember what, what he had it for, and then he's just flopping it around as he's dancing. He was, <laughs> I think, I just think that yeah. it was, there was so much of it that I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're, but you're laughing uncomfortably, though. I know. I was yeah. like, wait, I don't ridiculous. know. And you know, but but why? But let, let me ask this question: Why why is it uncomfortable? I mean, I, I said to Dennis, like when I saw the MA, I was like, ooh, boobies. You know, I was like, it's going to be one of those, right? There were none. Yeah. I mean, I, it, I, there was only penis. And I I didn't feel. Why should I feel? Well, I wasn't uncomfortable. Well, I guess I was. I guess. I was uh, yeah, I, I didn't feel uncomfortable. I mean, I felt uncomfortable when when she sliced his his. Oh yeah, off and oh. it was on the ground, and then oh. it was around. Yeah, that was that was uncomfortable. Oh yeah, I cringe. Like, sure, like, doubled uh, over. And, yeah. That's like that's like some of the stuff that happens in the uh, the Netflix Marvel shows, where like Kingpin like just crushes that guy's head in the door. Oh right, yeah, 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 stuff like that. It's it's just like sympathetic pain. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that, so that that I was uncomfortable. But the other part was was that's why I think I laughed at it was because it was it, it was overtly gratuitous and just yeah, to do right. that. Um, so that's the only part that I think I laughed at, but the rest of it was, I mean, the constant, every time they showed a B list or D list person come in and yes. they killed, I was, I just wanted to throw my remote at the TV. Me too. Just, I, so many I, people, I they got the, the they got the cigarette smoking man from X-Files, <laughs> right? Yeah. He's in one scene and then they kill him. And then yeah. one of the security guards is, um, is Kev from, uh, yeah, from shameless, from shameless. And that bugged me the whole time. I was like, they're, they're wasting this guy right here. Yeah. And, and, and they do like, they don't, they don't casually kill him off. Like he does come back Yeah. for that whole ridiculous, like ridiculous. 
the zip ties thing. I'm like, nothing yeah. about this zip tie thing works. No, no, you know, even been, a little bit. No, <laughs> so terrible. But I think that so was their terrible. that was their get, their bit. I mean, right? Sure. It's just like this is yeah. so ridiculous. We're going to do this, and and most of those movies are even Die Hard. There's a lot of ridiculous in it. Yeah. But it's just I, I so mean, macho really, that you're like, eh, it's fine. You go back to the 80s and 90s and watch, watch some of the shows that, that we thought were fantastic, and, and they really weren't. I mean, I still think that Dumb and Dumber was hilarious. No. Yeah. Come on. Dumb and Dumber up? is a masterpiece. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, 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 mean, I mean, exactly. No. It's, it's, it's one of those things that was totally great, but it's jokes about him peeing in his pants to stay warm and peeing in the truck, <laughs> and, you know, it's... It's pretty dumb. It's not this dumb, but it's pretty dumb. It's funny. right. Maybe called Dumb and Dumber is not. That's as pretty dumb. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty dumb. Or, or Ace Ventura. Literally, Ace Ventura is yeah. terrible. A terrible. Oh movie. yeah, it is. Um, but but they were hilarious at the time. So I, you know, you put it up to that. It, it is what it is. And I know people who were watching this thinking like, oh, I, I love that. It's maybe just the time and frame of mind that you were. Yeah, I agree. When you watched it, but sure. Um, yeah, and, for for me, those. Um, not necessarily by actor, but these two examples I'm going to give are by actor. I have like one movie in an entire catalog or whatever. It actually, I am going to divide it by actor. I don't know how else to divide it. Like, okay. if you're t- if you're talking about Will Ferrell, um, it's got to be Anchorman. None of his other movies right. have I liked as well as I liked that. And it, it could be a a you know an element of that, like whatever time in my life that I saw it. And oh, that's then after, definitely a frame and, of mind, yeah. And and I loved it so much that any other one I'm like, yeah, you know, I could just be watching Anchorman again. For right. um for Jim Carrey, it's Dumb and Dumber, and yep. for Jack Black, it's uh School yeah. of Rock. Right. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah, you know, I I liked I liked that that um you mentioned Anchorman because I knew that Anchorman was one of those shows and I was not in any kind of frame of mode or time in my life or whatever. Anytime that was around and available. So I just totally passed on it. Mm. I, I knew that, that I, you know, this is not going to be good for me and it's going to ruin it. And I need, and I'm just, everyone else loves it and I'm not going to watch it. And then Anchorman two came out in theaters and I had went and watched um, some other random show by myself one Saturday. And I said, you know what? Anchorman's playing right there. I'm going to hop over there. So I just hopped over to the movie theater um, and it started up and I just was in that mode and it was a riot. I was crying, laughing, wheezing during Anchorman 2. <laughs> and, and I and still just, haven't seen Anchorman 2. Oh, I was it just, I just lost it in the theater. And I didn't even mind that anyone cared how bad I was laughing. Um, and then I went out and I was like, this, this is the best thing ever. And I went and watched Anchorman one and it was just as good. This more of the same. Yeah. Um, and so, so yeah, it, it literally, if I'd watched that at a different time, it would, you know, it, it, now I get why I can't even recommend it to people. I can't say go watch Anchorman or Anchorman two, because you know what, if you're in the mood and you, you want something dumb and silly, yeah, right now go watch it. Cause it's the best. It's, get. it's contextual. Like if somebody tells me that they really love Zoolander and Talladega Nights oh, and yeah, yeah. A, a couple Same of those thing. other ones, I don't, I don't even know what to put Zoolander under. Like maybe that's Ben Stiller's pick, but I also, as a kid watched heavyweights dozens of times. And, uh, that's a pretty funny Ben Stiller role as well. But, um, yeah, if, if they're talking about films in that genre, that kind of, 
I, I don't know. I mean, they are a little bit raunchy, but I wouldn't put them up there with like the American Pie series or the Van Wilder right. series. Yeah. Um, but if you're looking for that like dumb juvenile style of humor, then yeah, Anchorman. You know, every time. That's a good term for this juvenile. I think I. I mean, it, that's really derogatory term, but it is a very juvenile movie it's it's down to young. down to like the, the jack black cameo and yeah and uh will ferrell just low-key chucks a burrito out his car window because he can't finish it yeah. and right. knocks the guy off his but this bike. one but this one had had a lot of violence in it it mm-hmm. did i mean so Car- comparing them i get it i mean i think i think in, you're you right know, with a real yeah oh but some of it was pretty gross oh, yeah. but, but the yeah the dog I, and the penis but and, ridiculous yeah yeah yeah, yeah. They, they blew up that dog. I was like, that, what? No. What? Because <laughs> they played that gag out before. They were like, we're going to blow him up. And then they didn't. I was like, and then and they, they did, didn't. Then they did. Yeah. And then they did. Like, right. So that was, but, but, I, but they, it almost felt like they were trying to do in this movie things that, that, that people never did. Like they only went so far and they was like, okay, we're going right. to go. We're going to go all the way. Like, you know, the, anytime you see nudity in, in film or TV, it's always, it's right. always female. So in this one, there's no female nudity at all, and you you see dicks like twenty percent of the screen time has a has a penis in it. Yeah, right. I, I mean, even when he did the autoerotica asphyxiation, mm-hmm. yeah. did I say that right? I mean, when he did that bit, I mean, uh, even that was just like I, you know, you you always assume in that point you're just going to see a hand. They're going to see him hanging in just a hand. Nope, nope. We're going to see all <laughs> yeah, of yeah. it. And it's erect, and you're just like a yeah. Oh, no, wow. I didn't. Okay. No, I didn't, it, it, I didn't need it, to see that. And and then no, it goes it goes worse when that. they do the whole like uh, was it the butt eating episode thing? Oh that! Uh, oh what see, was that? See, I was like, no, you he's forgot not about it, didn't you? Now I blocked I that out of my mind. Why did you bring <laughs> that up? Uh, <laughs> but even that, they did. They went. They, they went. They all went the way to the the extreme, right? The guy was like, oh no, don't let him stop. You know, like that was that was really good, like that. So there are good parts of I it, mean, but there's a lot of movies like even Pulp Fiction when I saw it the first time and it was way over in the left field from what we're talking about. But I hated that movie. Yeah. My dad, my my brother wanted me to go see it, and I went and saw it at the movie theater. And I'm like, what the yep. is this? You know, yep. like Un- unsu- unsurprisingly, my my entire family will name that the the few that have seen like my mom's never seen it, but my dad and and some of my other uh, siblings would be like, yeah, that movie is complete garbage. Not worth watching at all and it's on the it's on the list of like pantheon of, no, of best films ever made because of like storytelling techniques but yeah, uh, but, yeah. but it was but it was the expectations i had going in sure right yeah. and and so and then i'm just like holy blew that guy's brain you know now i've seen so much worse in films too I, I've, then you think back about how good that film was and it's just like oh well, yeah that was pretty well this good. is this is the first time that i've i've it ever come up, but I've never, I've actually never watched that show either. And and it's been for the exact reason we're talking about. I, I know most Tarantino movies, you have to be in the mood. I, you know, you can't just watch yeah. Kill Bill th- expecting something adventure or whatever. Right. Yeah. And, and same thing with Pulp Fiction. And I, and I saw Kill Bill after this. So it was, I was expecting everything and it's pretty good, yeah. you know, and, because and I, I was expecting it. I, I didn't, you know, I know what, what Pulp Fiction kind of is and I've seen some scenes. So I get an idea of what I'm going to be expecting. And, and, in the many years that it's been out, I still can't see there's been a time where I'm like, you know what? That sounds really fun to watch right now. I, I'm, I'm going to sit down and watch that movie. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. somebody somebody just saw Big Lebowski for the first time. I don't remember who. Yeah. What? Pete, I yeah. think. 
Oh, what? But, uh, or, really? Or maybe Cogswell. Well, Big Lebowski is kind of the same way too. You really got to be in that frame of mind for it. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. For for real. But you just have you just have to. It's just those. It's just the time and place to watch it. And maybe this is one of those ones. Um, so okay. So let's let's just real quickly judge it on that. If 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 you're in that silly stupid frame of mind, was it silly or stupid enough, or was it? You know, could you be really drunk or really high or whatever, and and this be I, okay? I feel like there's a setting, and it's like in in if you're in a group and you're whatever you've been drinking or it's late or whatever, like this is this is the genre of film that you might consider watching. I have such a long list of movies that I would recommend seeing again before yeah. before this one. Like the oh, three yeah. the three four that I mentioned before, Zoolander, uh, In Bruges, like there are just so many. Yeah, right. don't 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 yeah, don't watch this in the morning like I did <laughs> after after barely a cup of coffee and yeah. like yeah they, no. They, they're it was the not, time I had to get it in, and I was just like, I gotta watch this before that. It's like, oh, jeez. Yeah, this there's thing? just there's just no memorable scenes that are, that are like, oh man, that, there's that scene or that set piece where they did something good here that was mildly entertaining or in any way. I I, I just don't think there was anything there that I, I would say, oh that that one's unique or that one's awesome. And it was unique if if there was unique scenes like we said the zip tie thing, it they weren't fun or interesting or I cared at all. No, yeah. Yeah, or, or then every once in a while he would bust out like his smoking thing, and, you know. Or then he get, yeah, that, I then thought that switches was over to a serious okay. mode where they're all hating on each other, and it goes real hardcore with that, like real hardcore. And I, mm-hmm. I just I just didn't know what they were doing ever in the show. I don't. I still don't know either. what they were after, and uh, the bad guys. Yeah, money. Yeah. I, I'm assuming money. they were after after um, money codes. For their, their startup. Oh, so, the bad so, guys! Oh yeah. no, that oh yeah, the bad guys were after after the codes to get into the bank accounts or whatever. Yeah, and, that's it. It was just money. Just money. And, and 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 I could see how the skin. Oh, I hate you saying the word skin tendo. Skin t- That was so <laughs> dumb. Uh, I, I that could was see so how, dumb. I could see how that could kind of be dumb enough to be funny, mm. but it really even wasn't like. Look at all really those was. cameos. Like, yeah, you're bringing the, you know, like that, that started me thinking about them being entrepreneurs and whatever. But, and then Cuban shows up. I just, that just completely ruined yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like if it wasn't already bad, it's like, yeah, we, okay. You literally tanked it, right? Yes, right. Yeah. yeah. Shark tanked it. Yeah. There you go. Right. Wow. That and like Steve O. I mean, there's oh. so, so many they did kill joel joel mchale really well though i thought that was pretty yeah that was pretty good yeah it was so quick like i don't think like oh joel mchale's here nope he's dead he's dead (laughs) he's like i'll be in it if i can only if i only have to be in it for 30 seconds like there you go yeah like like most of them were and then yeah yeah so anyway yeah game over man is a thumbs down for me uh i wouldn't even bother watching it like like dennis said there's there's so many other ones that if you're in that kind of a mood at whatever age or whatever frame of mind, go watch those instead. Oh yeah, this is Def- this definitely is a penis down for me. So. Did <laughs> did you down? Did you guys um? Did you guys hear that rumor about Tarantino directing a Star Trek film? Yeah, no, nope. I have heard that. What really? Yeah, oh, that, that, that'd be. They, they, Mike, they talked about it on Geek Scholars. Don't you listen? Yeah, to Yeah, but he was in the Geek Scholars. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. They actually thank you at the end. Like, well, all that I, all that I heard was um, 
somebody had had quoted Patrick Stewart as saying that if he's never worked with Tarantino and if Tarantino did Star Trek, he would come back for either Picard or some other role. And then there was some other rumor that seemed, and I think it's still like a crazy long shot. I don't know how, I don't know how you make a Star Trek film that has both uh, long, slow, tense dialogue and cartoonishly bloody levels of violence. <laughs> Hateful space. Well, I mean, what I, do you call it? Even like, wow. Right. I, I, so, so Tarantino is. Um, again, I, I've been on record that I'm not a big fan of Kill Bill, or I've not seen Pulp Fiction. Um, but his his movies were fine. Um, they were very stylistic, but I was never a huge fan of his. And then I read stuff about uh, different opinion articles online about him and his directing style and all the stuff. And it just, he kind of rubbed me as a person the wrong way too. And all of his on paper stuff. And then I went to Adobe max, uh, a year or two ago, I think it was. And he was the guest speaker, the keynote speaker there, uh, speaking about his career and whatnot in front Mm -hmm. of this huge, you know, thousand people. Um, and he was really cool. I mean, he was, he really changed my mind about like, I guess him as a person, it was just a, a conversational kind of type interview about his life and, and, and how he got into Hollywood and, and, you know, how he lives through Hollywood and what he does. And, and it was really right. good. I mean, he, he felt very much like I am definitely not a popular person with Hollywood and, you know, th- my movies should never get made. And every single time I feel like, um, there, the jig is going to be up you know, with my, with my sort of my style. Um, and, and no one's going to like this, but I keep, I keep making them and people like them and everybody else in Hollywood keeps saying that they don't and they're bad. Uh, but, <laughs> and, and he went through and he went through so much stuff. I mean, he went through so much to, to keep making them and he had, he had opportunities to like, Oh, I can change and become a, you know, a normal director or normal, whatever. But, you know, he just kept hammering on what his style was and became successful at it. So whether I like it or not, I really like what he's that he is his own thing and that it's you know he's had that opportunity to make his stuff. So when you say Tarantino doing Star Trek, you know exactly what kind of movie he's going to do. But he may not. You know, I mean, you get the idea of it. I, I based on the films that he's made, but like there's there's no blood in Star Trek. They kill each other with no. lasers. Yeah. So, so he might get away uh, from it. But 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 Tarantino makes a, a style of movie. He does. If you right, get exactly, if you get different movies and or different directors in a lot of different movies, you can say, oh, X, Y, or Z is directing this movie. Okay, so it might have a little bit of a style to it, but really, it doesn't matter. It's a star. It's a Star Wars movie. You know, it has right. got some style, but it's a Star Wars movie. It, but if you put Tarantino on a movie, it's not going to be a an X or a Star Trek or a whatever. It's going to be a Tarantino well, movie. I don't know. I, yeah, yeah but he can does. do it through story and not have to do it through blood and cutting it, heads off. It, it'd be hard to say. Like, they've... I don't know. I mean, there have been new, you know, new Star Trek properties in the last 10 years between Abrams and, uh, and Star Trek Discovery. And... But there's still such an extensive canon of like what Star Trek is as opposed to um, something like Star Wars, which has more fluidity. Like we, you know, Mike and I did not care for The Last Jedi, but a lot of people did. Um, So there's still, you know, it's not a really clear picture of what Star Wars is like. (laughs) Star Wars to me is this like simple adventure story good guys bad guys very straightforward like 
I'm going to say kids movie and I don't mean that derogatorily. Just like like a simple not complicated story. <laughs> you're 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 such a Star Trek fan over Star Wars. <laughs> no, I, 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 I don't I don't think I don't think you have to compare the two because they're they're no, very different. They're very, they're different. very different things. Yeah. It's like you know, maybe that's um, that's something we should always ask our, our It's our like guests Tolkien before. and Harry Potter, you know, they're not just because they're both in space doesn't mean they're the same by any <laughs> I mean, stretch, I, I mean, but... maybe that's a, that's a, that's our first thing that from now on every guest sh- has to come down. Uh, Chris, what did you <laughs> think of the Last Jedi? Um, the Last Jedi, I thought it it was fine. It was a little too campy in parts, and I, I, I enjoyed most of it. I've said this to many people. I hated it when he brushed his shoulder off. When they just laid into him, oh, all right, the things. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I just hated that. I was it was fine. All the other phone jokes and all that kind of stuff. They were just, they were like, oh, all right, you know, it was okay. But when he did that, I was done. I mean, like, it was just so dated and so, like, it's not okay. It's just a weird okay. combination. Like, in some ways, they made it even more childish than yes. Star Wars <laughs> yes. normally is. And then in other ways, they tried to make it more adult, more complicated. They're like, right. hey, look at this. It's really the rich people who suck. And there are these kids and there's these right. whatever horses kind of. Th- I, d- I don't want to talk about Last Jedi again. <laughs> I know that I know that I brought it up. But I love, wait, wait. I loved her as I love her as a character and I want her to be in all of it. I think she's great. I think that that character it could become something great. I'm just worried they're going to screw it the hell up. But. Right. Do you mean Rose? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, Rose? Oh, I was thinking, I thought you meant uh, uh, Ray. Ray. Yes, uh, Ray. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about, Ray, yeah. not Rose. Oh, I, I Ray. Like Ray. Okay. Ray. No, uh, it's, it's Ray funny. Is I, I like Ray this idea. Great. I'm really buying into this idea that asking every guest about Less Jedi. Just I don't so like Rose. Dennis <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, just so because that's classic. So Ray, right? Ray is great, and and I think Rose is who uh, you know. So I'm not sure that that's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and, and I love Finn. I think he's good too. I think they bring a lot of energy. So. Uh. Finn, Finn was great in the seven. Oh man, we are really getting off track here. Sorry, Finn, yeah. was, Finn, Finn was great in the, in the in the first one, but the second one you let me down. Well, let, let me go uh, back. I, to, I think his characters played out. It's, yeah, I have a comment about the Tarantino stuff and, and Star yeah, Trek sure. real quick because I, I I think that if you if you look at Discovery, it's pretty violent. It's oh, it's yeah. really violent. I mean, it's there is like that's Tarantino like. I mean, some of the fights they get in, some of the awful things that you know the the one character that was a uh klingon but not a klingon and you know like oh all, all that all oh, that you, was so horrific you watch discovery yeah i watched discovery yeah did awesome. you like it yeah i think it's great yeah yeah i well, think it's got a good your story favorite parts and what was your least favorite parts <laughs> i'll ask it's good to have like a, a new i think it's just been dennis and i that i know of that, that how, watched that show um, how, did, how did you well fox asked us about it but i don't know if he had actually seen it he was like is anybody watching this and if yeah. so why and I'm like, well, first of all, it's Star Trek. Like, yeah. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch, I'm gonna watch it. I've watched all of, it. All of like, it, and I watch it multiple times. <laughs> I love Star Trek. Like, even if you, even if you disliked Last Jedi, like we did, I'm still gonna go see the Solo movie. And I, oh don't, hell yeah! Cl- clearly, right. longtime listeners of the show know that I do not have the same affection for Star Wars as I do for right. Trek. But well, so yeah. how did you like? Um, how did you like Dwight Schrute as Harry Mudd? I didn't think it was terrible. I, I, I thought I thought the the mud that mud it was because who he is that kind of threw me off. But I thought the sure. his portrayal of mud made it a little more 
you know, interesting than, than the original, you know? Yeah, I liked it. It wasn't, he wasn't playing, uh, Rain Wilson was not playing Dwight. There weren't enough skimpy outfits involved. I needed more skimpy outfits, so. That's true. He didn't have any, (laughs) he didn't have a harem. He didn't have a harem with him. It was disappointing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think for me, Rain Wilson ranks right up there with T.J. Miller on people that I do not like in, in Hollywood. Um, I, although I love their characters that they yeah. play, I don't like them personally. So it was real distracting when he first came out. And I was like, oh, they're giving him more roles. Somebody, you know, <laughs> somebody stop casting this jerkwad in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then I haven't seen him in anything since Juno, which was like 10 years ago. Oh, he he did. uh like a space, the last Mimsy, I think, or something he was in, whatever. Oh, I didn't see that. Right. I had kids, so it was that. Um, but, sure yeah, so. I, I was distracted for the first half of that first episode he was in at, by it being him. But I think I agree with Chris. I think that it, it wasn't terrible. He did okay. He did bring a lot more to Harry Mudd, which was good. It was interesting. Mm-hmm. It was better. Mm-hmm. Actually, I didn't like – I'm on record saying I didn't like the second episode he was in where – you know, he, it was all centered around him. I didn't like how it Time ended. Time loop. Yeah, I didn't like how it ended, but I liked him in that for most for most of the thing. Um, Time so, loops get annoying after a while, and so that I think that episode did get a little annoying. It's, it's a gimmick, and they had to end it in a way that maintained continuity. Yes. Yeah, that was the real problem. And yeah, it always is. Yeah. After seeing after seeing the whole show, the whole first season. Mm-hmm. I almost think that his introduction in that first episode with the, you know, the, the cell, the prison cell almost served as a distraction to what was going on with Tyler slash folk. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Bit sure. of a red herring to get, get us not to mm-hmm. pay attention. Yeah. You're I like, yeah. Oh look, it's, it's Dwight Schrute and he's Harry Mudd and you know, mm-hmm. yeah, don't whatever. pay attention to this other guy we're introducing into the cast. There, Who's going to no do some really women, but evil shit? Here. Yeah, that, I mean the evil yeah. stuff that he ends up doing is like, oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, I, I, I'm, I, I don't want to go too much over Discovery more because we've kind of gone that one, but I, I'm not, I don't like the the actor that plays Volk or or whatever Lieutenant Love Interest is. Um, oh right, <laughs> that's what we that's what we called him, right? Lieutenant, Lieutenant yeah. Love, in, I would Love agree. Interest. It's uh, yeah. So, so, so that 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 guy brought the the series down a lot a lot for me on every episode that they focused on him. Um, it's almost like every every episode that there's Alexander in it that I skip, you know, for the next generation. Um, and uh, <laughs> really, for, for, yeah, anything that's Alexander's in it, I just skip that one right up. No, um, just watch it. So racist. That's good. Uh, he's it's, you Klingonist. I hate that uh, little kid. Anyway, uh, so I I didn't like that, but the the series as a whole, I I really really liked. I think that. They, hopefully they, they're going to go somewhere different with it. I wish they would have stayed with this whole universe jumping thing, but I'm cool with what they've done. It's it's all new Trek. And I just, I did just recently last week rewatch um, the, the new Trek JJ um, Abrams reboot for the first one. Um, and I really like it. I mean, I, I love Chris Pine. I really, yeah. I, as a lot, all the roles that he's pretty much been in, I liked him in um, uh, star, star Trek. And I liked him in um, his Jack Ryan one. Um, and in Wonder Woman, he's just done a lot of things that are really yeah, like him. Yeah, I agree. I think so he's really good. He, he was fun. Yeah, he was fun. That movie was really fun. And and I know it's it's interesting, Dennis. Something I want to talk about maybe in another episode of the show is um, 
how a movie can have a lot of you go into it with loaded opinions of what's happening at sure. the time or the reviews of oh this is a new trek or this is a new mm-hmm, thing and you mm-hmm. have all these expectations and stuff that you come into and we talked about that, that last week with spoilers i think right and it, and yeah. it kind of comes with the way and then if you can go back and watch rewatch a movie without that kind of expectation years later removed from that that time and place how it looks then and I remember mm. that that movie had a lot of things going around it being like, oh, you know, they're using Kirk and Spock and, and there's time loops and, and it's new versus old. And there's just so much stuff that was noise with that movie that, you know, if it that had not been there, I think it – I mean, it, it's not rated low, but it would have been rated a, a really, really good Trek movie. Um, yeah, it's it's tricky when you have a lot of expectations. I mean, we've talked about that, that film before. The, the second and third ones were – increasingly disappointing to me more i think the second one more than the third because by the third i had you know as i say all the time moderated expectations um but that first one i really enjoyed i mean i remember when they go to the wide shot and you see the enterprise being built and okay yeah it probably wasn't built on the surface it would have been built up in space whatever but i'm like it's it's the enterprise and i had you know i was to a point then when that movie came out it had been whatever however long it had been since a while uh they finally uh put enterprise out of its misery yeah around that time i pretty much stopped caring about star trek like i didn't i wasn't i didn't watch the old shows um you know they they weren't they weren't readily available yet even but um like i maybe had gone back and seen a couple more original series episodes or whatever but that movie came out and I was like, man, this is, this is so great. It was that like, you know, we're talking, we're talking about the original crew first movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not Mm. first, first movie, but the original crew with Chris Pine and all that. Yeah. Oh, the one with Chris Pine. Okay. Yeah. That first Chris Pine one. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I liked that. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I think what made me go back and watch it is because on TV, TV, cable or whatever was the um the, the most recent one and and it was not great like where i came in on when i flipped the channel to it it was when they were playing the bc boys sabotage and they're like literally surfing <laughs> on these robots in space and i was like oh this is That's really so horrible we've we've talked about that i love that but it was so dumb it's so dumb, so dumb. It's that's it's Pacific Rim level, just summer blockbuster idiocy. <laughs> yeah. It really was, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is yeah. this is just bad all around. So I, I wanted to go back and watch the other ones when it wasn't. I knew that that had that scene in it, and that was taking me down. So I wanted to go back, and I and I was not disappointed. It's it's every scene with almost every character just nailed it. Um, Ohuru Ahura, she was okay. I guess her and the Zoe Saldana was just she was okay, um, but. Uh, McCoy, I'm a big fan of Carl Urban. Uh, Carl yeah. Urban, a little big fan of him, and he was great. Bones, yeah, he was great. Great, really. Kurt, great Spock. Chekhov was yeah. amazing. I was worried about Spock all, because I mean, all I can think about him is is uh, heroes, heroes, and how awful he was. Oh, and I hated so, uh, Yeah, I hated. It's like, oh, uh, and it's like I don't know if I can do that, but no, I think he's spot on. I yeah, yeah, does a really good job. And mm-hmm. I don't think he'll ever have. I'm sorry, but he'll never have another role that's better for him like i just i just can't <laughs> see him statement. doing anything it, nah, it is. I, don't know. I, can't, I can't see him Maybe. doing it i didn't like him as siler i saw him in another thing too and he was just very bland and boring he, he mm. wasn't great and but this one was like really great um but yeah so all all the characters and then 
also at the end of this most recent one, when it ended, um, what I was just talking about with sabotage and all that, um, it, uh, it was sad because that at the end it was, it mentioned that Leonard Nimoy died after that. And then mm-hmm. also mentioned that, that, um, Anton, uh, Yelkin yeah. died as yeah. well. I was like, Oh, that was horrific. Yeah. That's horrific. It's, it's hor- horrible. Um, because that, that actor I thought was one of those ones that was like, Oh, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's one of those up and coming guys that just pay attention mm-hmm. to this kid. He had done like at that time he'd done which the much panned uh, Terminator Salvation, and then and Star Trek at the same time, and then like two or three other shows. I was like, wow, this kid is in everything, and it's just his part. He nailed every part when he was in it, whether the movie was mm-hmm. good or not. So, yeah, losing Chekhov, and I know they've not they've talked about doing another one. It's always Carl Urban who who they talk to for some reason. He's like, yeah, I'm on board <laughs> for this. Um, but, but yeah, they're, 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 it seems like the the cast is, is all good for coming back. They say it feels like family. They're all happy to do it. Um, so whenever they do it, they, they would do another one. Um, but, but I wonder how they would do a checkoff because that's, that's a real, a real bummer because he was perfect, you know, couldn't replace him. Right. Right. Maybe they will. So Uh, so, I, I brought up, I brought up, uh, Tarantino Star Trek as a, as a failed attempt at segueing into talking about Star Trek Adventures, that and was, then we and then we go to last. That was half an hour ago. But, uh, <laughs> nice try. Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, we had to we had to complain about Last Jedi for a minute, so <laughs> we always have to complain about. Uh, so yes. um, as a as a new as a new GM DM DM is a D and D only thing. So is I guess it, in is the it, is it only what? D&D? oh Dungeon Master I, yeah. They, it's Dungeon Master. There are no dungeons in Star Trek, so it makes sense. I you think, think actually about that, in maybe. the rule book, yeah. it's supposed to be it's supposed to be Games Master, yeah. which okay. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not. They tried say. to change it in the '80s uh, when we were playing. They it, tried to change GM it to GM or like mm-hmm. you know because it's Star Trek, people want to you know say it's Q or whatever. But as a, as a as somebody new to this aspect of you know, I have a minimal exposure to role playing games in general. Uh, pen and paper rpgs not video games i've played a ton of those but um i'm i'm very i'm always looking for feedback looking for for tips on how so how do you guys feel we've done uh one session quick start and one complete episode that took us three sessions and like five months to finish but uh, <laughs> that's true i'm i'm exa- i'm exaggerating it was like it was like it was eight two months, months. It, was like, it was like three no it was like three months it felt like it was. when did we start did we start in december had been around, like December. no we we didn't we didn't start until after the holidays that's right okay. that's right we talked about it so the first, we didn't the start first two sessions i think the first two sessions were like three weeks apart and then the second and third were like five weeks apart because we missed we missed our window and then and then pat went to italy for two weeks right. so it, it just pushed everything back right but but honestly if you do that that math it's uh beginning of january to the end of march that's three months yeah for that yeah. right yeah but um, every other week but, but, average but, but, i mean there's that's not terrible that's, that's not that's not a knock on it or or anything else. no it's just the way it played out for for our, our group um, it's just hard to schedule with people you know and the, and the players like. that you're having to deal with because we uh, all talk it, it a lot said it should be said for our, our listeners that this was a the first time for all of us i believe chris you could tell me different for of playing an online mm-hmm. voice only uh role-playing game yeah, right. no, that I, that's one of the things I was going to mention. I think for me, it's been just getting used to knowing when to jump in, to be in character, not be in character, let other people, you know, because you can really start to dominate if you're if you're not careful. 
So yeah. you're trying to let everybody do their thing and, you know, not come up with all the answers. Not that I would have all the answers for sure, but right. you know, so it is kind of difficult right. with that. So I think, I think Dennis well, is doing a good job. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally agree with that as well. I think, I think that, I mean, I'm, I'm comfortable and, and it's what four sessions we played something. Is that right? Dennis, four sessions. Three, yeah. Four? If you count, count the quick start and three sessions through the first, yeah, it's four. Right. So, so of those, I mean, it's, it's almost like one of those, you know, leaps in and getting better every time. And, and this last one felt, uh, it, it really does. I mean, I, I don't say that with just because, you know, you're my co-host or anything. I do feel that, that, that just, it's been more enjoyable every single episode. And it's just been like, Hey, not did you, there was just a learned how we play. It's gotten better or it's just switched and changed a bit more. And as, uh, as we learn the rules, we spend less time with like, you know, we're we're all on a call and I'm like reading through the rules trying to figure out how we're supposed to how we're supposed to do stuff and I'm I'm always on you know reading the reading the rule books or getting on Reddit or Discord for um um this this system and and I'm always asking I'm reading stuff or I'm asking people I'm like hey what if you how do you do this in a way that doesn't and Mike and I talk you know, off air because I know he has a lot of experience uh, DMing in D anD D, but it's so different. Like D anD D is like a video game. Before there were all these video games that did this. Like you go out and you kill boars and you get money and then you buy better stuff and then you level up and are more powerful. Like none of that translates to Star Trek. Yeah, this this Star Trek is much more. I don't want to say LARPing, but it's very close yeah. to trying to really. I think really that's push a good just. It's I think very that's character a really driven. Good, good exam, uh, yeah. Explanation. Yeah, I think it is more LARPing, with just a little bit of decision making, yeah, you know, randomness to keep it, you know, keep it going. Yeah, structured. Right, right. So, um, what what do you think of the system? Not just our game, but what do you think of the system, Chris? So far, like you, I know you've played D anD D. You played with us in our long campaign. What's um, your? I know Chris is the only one that wasn't. We had Pat and Fox both on to talk about rpgs but what's your what's your history with rpgs oh, did yeah. you play D? yeah i played D&D a lot or... in high school like a ton uh then after even after i got to college i'd actually drive up to indy for really late nights playing uh D where i was brought in as the odd guy for a group because the guy who was dming up there knew what i was like a little well now mike knows what i'm like mm-hmm. a little crazy and do random shit that, that you know <laughs> throws a monkey wrench in sometimes, and so I go play that for I don't know into my twenties or so. And, but we also played. We actually played in, in high school. Played a game called Universe, which uh, which which was by SPI, and it was it was all based on a ten sided okay. die. I still have the rules. I sell the box, the original box for it. So you guys should look at it sometime. But um, but it was it was all space driven. You could have space pirates. You could have you know captains of whatever. You could have freighter captains. You know running you know drugs or whatever you wanted to do. It was really really open. Uh, TSR bought them. Like I don't know, my senior year bought them and just shut it down. So but but it was it was a lot of fun. So there you could be more dungeon like. I mean not really dungeon because you're in space, but you'd do almost anything. So it was kind of driven by what you were well, going after, whereas we're, this is more character driven, I think, and which is fun. So. Sure, yeah, I, I yeah I think that to to speak a little bit about your your role playing with within our group of friends, the uh, you played jumped in with playing our our last long two year I think D and D session and uh, played mm-hmm. Creed Rikaru. 
and was was our barbarian dragonborn and uh it 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 played that kind of very i mean to say chaotic neutral that's 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 a really good example i think for in the future when people ask me what a chaotic neutral character is i would describe kree as very much like that um, emphasis and, on chaotic yeah, yeah very cha- yeah. But, but but not like evil it wasn't evil type stuff so mm-hmm. that that was a really fun kind of type interesting thing and i and i don't know since that was the only you know experience that i've had with you chris playing i don't know if that's your typical kind of role playing it, it's what i've learned over the years that i was like i started off early like with some lawful evils and and i tried a chaotic evil once and 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 some I, i've never played a paladin but i've played like some good characters but it just got boring to me and i would always get called out for doing the chaotic stuff so over years i realized i was more of a chaotic neutral i do some bad things and some good things and it would just seem to be whatever seemed to play to the situation that would either most likely make it funny or would would uh, throw a wrench in because that was more fun or you know it would always I would always play that character so right right yeah like well well that's that's been our experience with what you've you played so far and in this new one I'm, I guess I'm going somewhere with this uh, the in this new one we decided to do Star Trek we were all discussing like. What, who should be our captain? I think Dennis had had said like who we should. You guys need to pick a captain, which was kind of a, a weird thing for us because we have we have Fox, who is very much like captain material. Oh yeah, he fits. He checks. He he's, checks. He's all the, the most boxes. in. He's he's the most into like uh, role play, like charismatic, charismatic role playing, and uh, and you know whatever that that kind of stuff. But he's also. In among the five of us, the least knowledgeable about Star Trek, right? But but he he fits he, like his personality wise and his history and thing just kind of who Fox is checks all checks off all the boxes of Captain material and and I think that was like okay there's our solid pick there um, and then um, for for me I think fitting into the, this group here was like you know I obviously don't want to DM or take that kind of a lead thing I've done it for so many long I was happy to take this whatever role I was going to take. And Pat is very much a, um, his, the character he's played and he's playing in this one is very much a, uh, um, support character, flavor driven engineer ish type person. Uh, he's not, a he's engineer. a real guy. That's yeah. the kind of that, that's where he fits within the group. And, and I think we all kind of knew where Pat and I fit into, into this. He's, this he's like the people. technical. So it makes sense for him to play an engineer because he's the technical like rules. Right focused yeah. player per you, player that, yeah you, you mike i i think i think sometimes you as a person are role-playing an obnoxious role-playing player <laughs> exactly right, just right. because for the for the first time in in 20 years you get to be a player instead of having to dm right. yeah, yeah. So right. i think it is so, oh, yeah, so you're totally you're agree. you're enjoying making my job yeah, difficult you're, you're obnoxious yeah, yeah. no uh, I, I, crocodile dundee buy-in I, I agree. whatever I, I mean yeah i to- totally agree with that um totally agree with all that and, and I think that, that all of us knew where we fit in the group. And, and the, the point I'm leading to here is that we also knew that Chris was very, had been very chaotic. And, and that's not just because you're playing Cree, but just how you play in the group with those role-playing situations. So we all kind of knew where we were at, where we kind of fit within the four of us, and then we have to pick a captain. Um, and it was interesting to think of our captain can, choice being either Picard or Kirk mm-hmm. at that point. And, and, and I think that's why we chose Captain Chris as a group. I'm just generalizing for everybody was that it's more fun with the guy that can, can, um, just do 
something different and make a decision and just go with it. And we're riding that wave. But then you've got, then we put um, Fox as the first, first officer who is like completely, again, checks off all the boxes is the one that makes the rational decisions. And at times can pull captain Chris back into um, an order. An right. order. And, and t- no, I think that's, yeah. And t- until at some I point, we'll say, which we all know he will, he'd be like, Nope, we're doing this, you know? And, right. and I think that's what Kirk. No, and I, I think it's good. I think I think having Fox. I mean, this is not a knock against Fox because he'll probably listen to this. But anyway, but I think having Fox, if he was going to be more paladin-like about being captain and not having seen and been in Star Trek, mm-hmm. if you let the paladin run everything in your group, it gets really boring really quick. <laughs> I mean, and and I don't mean that that he would, but I just mean if you have that kind of personality when i've played D D before yeah uh it's why i got brought up to the indie group when i was in my 20s the friend brought me up because the paladin was just running this group and it was just by the book every day every game and he said i was I'm so bored it's like they just they do everything perfectly there's no chaos there's no anything and so well i, I think so you do you need a little bit of it or you don't have a story you don't have yeah. penises flopping all over the place every <laughs> once in a while and feel, and, and you're feel, like oh my god i'll never forget this right right right, right. I feel confident that if um, uh, if it was Captain Fox, that we would succeed in every one of our missions. I think everyone. That, I, 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 think I completely agree. We would succeed every time. Yeah, and, and, and we, we still may with him and with him as first mate. I think. Yeah, he'll he'll point out to me that I'm being stupid a lot. I'm sure. So. <laughs> but but <laughs> which you should. But 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 having the Captain Chris also also balances it from the fact that not that we have these kind of sometimes off the off the cuff things that might happen in the future. We also have, I think that because Fox has to go with that sometimes, it also brings that out in him sometimes too. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, I, I've seen him. He has he, been a little he, more crazy. He has been some crazy. Yeah. And, and I like, yeah, and I love I've it. En- I've enjoyed, you know, the, the occasional cra- crazy Fox. And then the, then the random, like, okay, Fox goes right back into his mode of, of being, you know, Going, someday, Cap, some, right. someday, Captain Captain Fox. Because again, I see his character as definitely someday Captain Fox. Not necessarily of our ship, but he's going to be a captain. He's like the Riker that's going to happen someday. <laughs> he's he's ready to step in. I think you know, and I know he jokes about it when we're just talking or playing. But I think yeah, he's that that is he's playing that character, ready to jump in if the captain goes down. Like I've got to be there for my crew, kind of character, which is what he should be playing but i do love the craziness though i'll bring i'll bring that back around again to the original trek here is that that i i still see uh, what is your what is captain chris's actual character's name oh my god Uh, cordell cordell you don't even know your own character's name chris what would you say cordell kinar yeah cordell kinar and i think his middle name is uh because i came up with a middle name uh oh that's not on the sheet mike what's your character's uh, name it's endel kai Okay. I mean, I knew that, but I wanted to see if you did. <laughs> Calling him out. That's awesome. One, yeah. one, one, of your, one of your bits of advice was to try and get people in character, which I've not managed to do yet, but I am trying to use character names more so that I keep track. Um, right. You know, Fox made his character Nathan F-O-C-K-X-S. Yeah, Fox, right. right. Fox. <laughs> right. So that, that, that's a hard one to get into. Which is throwing me. Uh, yeah, it throws me. Right. But but so so going back to this one, it's it's uh the the captain, Cordell, Captain Cordell, um, is that um, I think, and this is not offense to you, Chris, Captain Cordell will be like Kirk, a captain of a, a, a ship forever, as yeah, where uh, as where First Officer Fox will end up being Admiral Fox at some yeah. point. Yeah, mm. yeah, you see what I'm Absolutely. saying? Absolutely. 
Nathan Fox will end up running Starfleet. Yeah, I'll get in trouble at some point, and they will never <laughs> let me be admiral. So, right. But they'll let me fly a ship because I do that well. So, right. Yeah. And, right. and my character, my character will end up, you know, leaving Starfleet at some point and owning a bar or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Mister Mister Non Important, which, which is happy a, for me. A civilian scientist is your character Betazoid. It Betazoid, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. and, and I'm and I'm I'm ready to. I mean. It, I'm, I'm I'm not using him a lot right now for his telepathy because he doesn't you know he doesn't take advantage of that. But I I think that at some point I'm gonna I'm gonna start once Dennis gets comfortable with everything else I'm gonna start like enjoying the Betazoid telepathy stuff pretty pretty soon. Right, right. I th- th- there there are rules for that somewhere. It's it's funny as you're talking about this. I don't want to I don't want to spoil the the next episode, which is it's yet another like play test mission. And I got to a point in reading about it where I'm like. Should we start with this one because the the like official first episode of Living Campaign has a has a admiral's report that describes these three play te- not play te- yeah they're playtest missions um but this one is it's focused on like big decision prime directive stuff and I'm and I'm running through you got you know my my players my characters here and I'm like okay so we've got a chaotic captain we've got We've got a first officer who's walking the line between chaotic and, you know, his exposure to Star Trek is all from the movies. Right. Yeah. And we've got we've got Mike who may or may not, you know, remember stuff. <laughs> and we've got, <laughs> we've got Pat to. who's 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 all about the like the math and the rules and also he's playing a Ferengi. And he has, so and he has like, a toy I'm now. Like, do, I, I brought him that toy. So. I'm like, do do I have do I have any players who care about the prime directive? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right. Not players, well, characters. Yes, do I have captain, or your both, captain like does care about the prime both. directive, but you know, if in certain situations it just doesn't fit his needs, he's going to have to skip over that. So, yeah, <laughs> that's, true. That, 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 that's why all, all these descriptions about our players and our characters is, is really exciting to me going forward because, you know, I don't think that there's, whenever we get our ship, whatever that's going to be, I don't think there's ever going to be a ship in Starfleet that we could say that is like this one. Um, mm. it's, I, I don't, you know, whether we break the rules and we don't do the, I just don't think it's going to be a standard Star Trek ship or standard Star Trek crew. And that's going to make its own story. And I'm excited. That's what I'm most excited about. As, lo- as long as we're not like, you know, hardcore. Oh, you can't do that because it's it's not in the Star Trek spirit. I mean, granted, we're not, yeah. not going to be a bunch of murder hobos. I mean, there's going to be lines. We're still Star Trek. Oh, no. But, you know. Right. Uh, if if I, I like, I like, the, that's one of the reasons I like Captain Lorca before he mm. became, they, they made him stupid bad guy. Um, right. I liked that he was, he was good, but he's doing things this way. Right. He was, he was his own thing. And and I think our crew can be good and Starfleet, but it's going to be crazy. <laughs> no. and, and, yeah. And our mission, I mean, you know, as a captain, my mission is to save people too. So, right. You know, if they're, if we got to break the prime directive, save people, it's probably going to be Kirk like in that, in that kind of thing. Mm, so, yeah. And that's where Fox and I can get into it, which will be fun. That'll be. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it. I think, I think it'll be. I am too. It'll be really fun. So, so we are playing uh, this week, right? Yep, I yep. think so. Yeah, awesome. And I know I'm, Dennis. Dennis keeps getting to try us to uh, to record a session or two and start re- so that we can be more. Uh, did you like Starfleet-like. my idea? You, you guys saw my saw the the the, uh, 
the toy I bought for Pat, right? The I Ferengi. Not, I did not see it. Oh, well, you need to look on, on our group me. And I bought him a, uh, a, at an antique store, a Ferengi Star Trek character. No kidding. Oh, that I, I found. Saw, I saw that picture. I thought that was a joke. No, I gave it to him today. So he has it officially. And I, he I was has a Ferengi no action figure. Yeah, yeah, I gave it to him from, today. After yeah. that, where they created the Ferengi characters in the, one of the early, like, first season episodes of Next Generation. Mm-hmm. And then, like, by Deep Space Nine, they're like, they're like hey, let's, yeah. let's, let's take these characters who we made as a joke to, like, make fun of you know capitalist conservatives and right. uh and l- let's make one of them a, a main character in every episode and it's some of the more interesting episodes of deep space nine that i because i'm watching through yeah. most of that for the first time well they're not as gross and they're not as like in the later yeah. shows i mean those were they were almost animal-like in the first shows you know mm-hmm. but yeah the phaser whip and all of that stuff is in, in the package there i don't know if he's going to open it but I, I got, I, as I was getting, I was thinking you guys were talking about podcasting this and this, it, I guess it got uh, denied, but whatever. Uh, I think GM does need to pull out the card and we should do it. <laughs> um, but uh, then I was thinking we get all these little characters and we do some little stop action thing with it. And, and, oh, I, nice. and I don't mean like every second, like it just be one, you know, every minute we take a picture and we just put all the characters on a, on a plate and, freeze frames. and whenever that would be, that would be fun. And whenever one of us says something stupid, then all the characters we go and we turn them all to look at the one they said something stupid. And then we just turn them back, you know, stuff, ridiculous <laughs> stuff like that. See, I think it would be awesome. That, that that would be funny. Like if, if, if we had time to do heavy, I mean, I know I do editing for this show, so it takes time, but if there was heavy video editing in this one, it could be hilarious. Like just mm-hmm. taking our, our whole, our whole session and cutting it down to like 15 minutes or something. And then just using those stop in little, yes. you know, shots of characters. Yeah. I would be in, that I'd would, help. It, it'd be would, awesome. That would be pretty fun, yeah. but it'd take a lot of work, but it'd be, fun. yeah, it'd be fun. Um, yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, so we're, we're running short on time, so I'm not going to do some crazy like transition here. I just actually, I'd like to talk about the, the thing that really most excited me this weekend, which was ready player one. Uh, right in in our last like fifteen minutes. Oh my god! Oh, it was yeah. Right. Yeah. We so so I got to I got to watch it. I know Chris, you said you hadn't watched it yet. Do you mind if we talk? I, oh no, I've seen this? I've seen all the the trailers, so I can I can totally talk this did, with you. Did you read no the problem. book? No, but I know what the book is. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. I know what the whole so, story is. So yeah. So <laughs> this is definitely a re- for listeners. This is a Ready Player One episode. Uh, this is we say it every time, but I'm going to reiterate it for this spoilers. one. I'm not going to hold back on spoilers. Uh, we're going to talk about the, the plots. We're going to ruin the plots. We're going to talk about every little thing, and and yeah, just skip this one to the end if you hear it. Dennis, everybody like dies. I I did. You know, I um I had my my expectations set a little bit by um some of the stuff you and Fox said in the group chats about how. It deviated from the book, and I I saw some of those things when they happened. But like, it's it's like I always tell other people and try to tell myself because I'm also you know as many times as I tell people an adaptation is not the original yeah. thing. It's not it's not the mind picture that you had while reading a book nope. put on the screen and giving you all the same emotions that you felt when you read it because yeah sorry you're a different person now even yeah. if it were it's not gonna work yeah um but the i think the spirit of the story was preserved for the most part like some things happened out of sequence some things happened a little bit differently 
Um, but the main story is still there. And there's actually a little more, um, there's a little, they show you a little bit more about the ending than the book does. The, the book ending to me is very like, it's not quite inception level, but it's very like question mark. Sure. You know, like they, the, the love story is resolved, but other than that, like, the question of the world and the oasis and all of that is just left up in the air. Yeah. Where the movie I, resolved it a lot more. I, I will say about the ending and, and I saw it twice and I saw it with somebody the second time. And, and, and when we came out, she had said that, uh, it was just like the Goonies. She said, this is the ending. It feels like the Goonies. And I completely agree. That's what I had thought about when I first watched it was, was this is Spielberg. This is, this is very eighties and nineties. Mm-hmm. It, it was wrapping everything up long ending with, you know, everyone happy together. There was multiple shots when they open up the van with the lawyers and with Og and with, you know, he comes back <laughs> to kiss her. Like this is, this is all a very, this is a me movie. I mean, it's, it's a me movie. It's where you're sure. giving, you're giving 10 full minutes of the movie time to the ending of how happy everything is at the end. Yeah. You know, instead of just like, Hey, we won. Okay. There's the credits. It was like, let's now let's see all the endings of all the people and talk about it and then give every viewer what you want with the great happy music. And yeah, those are much better movies. So I'm yeah, looking forward to it. So. it. It really was. And it felt again, it just felt like the Goonies there at the end when, when they, <laughs> they, they get one eyed Willie and the ship goes out and they, then they're right. on the beach and they're talking to chunk and sloth and you, you get every character's ending and it's all happy and there's jewels and it's just, yeah, it it felt so so much like that, and I was I was happy for for that nostalgic feeling um, on here. Uh, I I liked it a lot. I mean, I even liked it the second time, and I, I'll probably watch it a third time. Just I mean, the second time so that time, you can catch all of the stuff. I did that the second time. The second time, I was literally just watching off sides of the screen, sides of the screen. Mm. I, I wasn't trying to even. I knew what was happening with the main. Parsville and things like that, but I was watching all the rest rest of the Oasis, and I and I was catching more and more. I saw the turtles, I saw the battle toads, I saw you know all these extra yeah, characters. Supposedly a ton of them. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, and, and, and they're all, it's yeah. all over the walls. I got to see like the old Simon, like the the, the little game Simon says that used to play mm-hmm. with like four colors, and, and there's right, a pin. Right. Uh, he had a somebody's, pin on his lapel. Somebody's wearing the pin, yeah. Right. And um, it says like, he, uh, I think it's Sor- Sorrento, the, the main bad guy. I think he has mm-hmm, a, mm-hmm. A, a, a tie that says like um, in five IOI. So it's kind of like the the um, uh, what's the the oh God, it's the bio, Bioshock, not Bioshock, BioWare's uh, Mass Effect, where, you know, the in mm. seven or whatever. Oh. Yeah, it's in that same kind of font. And I was like, oh, it's it's kind of a call out to that. Um, I see. But so there's all sorts of little there's all sorts of little things that I got to watch that second time through. And I'm sure the third, fourth, fifth viewing and I've even looked up some online to see what, you know, some of the things that I missed. That's fun. <laughs> but I, I just I felt the Oasis was really well done. I was if anything, I was I thought that that w- would probably ruin the whole movie was that it would look so bad. And when you look at the characters of Parzival and um, uh, Samantha's character, uh, um, Artemis, Artemis. You see them in the trailers and you see them in the movie and they look cartoony. They don't look, they look really kind of bad CGI. Um, and then, but the, but they're in this Oasis and the Oasis is great. It looks great. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, all of it. Yeah. And like even toward the when they're in the big like war battle scene yep. and they they keep doing stuff with the Iron Giant. And I'm like, I I actually have never seen the Iron Giant movie, oh, but like I recognize that as a strong um a cultural icon and when like she shows back up and i i didn't notice if this was a thing earlier at some point but her uh artemis's avatar has like a a a, a mark on her face like samantha does in the real world yeah right, right. did you did you catch that, that 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 made me that made me really i did not see that until the second time and that's obviously why sorrento knew and who it was, but. it's the big where like you think that the, the that uh, H in the Iron Giant is out, yeah. and um, he comes back, and he's got he's the the Iron Giant is holding um, Artemis in his hand, and like drops her up there, and the camera goes for like a circle, and the music gets really epic. Yeah, and she's there in the hand. Yeah, right. she's there in the hand, and uh, I'm like, man, this is this is pretty sweet. <laughs> this, this is pretty awesome. It. It sort of it sort of twists the um th- that not twists but it, like it's an interesting character development compared to the book because in the book they don't meet in person until the very end and like yeah. she's right. she's mad that he's seen pictures of of her in real life like he got her file at some point in the story and there's all that whereas in the movie it's like half or or even a third of the way in you know they meet in person and have that whole thing that in the book is at the very end and so you see her like sort of sort of gain confidence and 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 adjust her her identity because of this because of this experience because of this relationship yeah Um, and i think that makes it stronger you know I, i read that today and somebody's review online was that um one of the criticisms of the book was that they didn't like the characterization of Artemis and, and that she was, um, uh, cold, just cold. And it, it was, you know, here, Parzel was a stalker and mm-hmm. it's it just, I didn't feel that way in any way that when I was reading the book, but people who, who had a, no, not really it, felt it all, that, it all yeah. felt, it all felt pretty natural it, as it far did. as like internet relationships. Sure. Go. And, and, and it, but, but people, you know, haters were on, on the book hated. That's one thing that they hated was, was her character and that she was just the, the love interest and that she was, you know, he was stalking her and that he got, got the, the, she was a prize to be won. So <laughs> the, the, the review was that the movie addressed those things and made her a fully realized character and a part of the story and, and integrated her much better. And she was, she did her <laughs> own stuff. And, and I agree. I think that, she really was her own character the the whole time, um, yeah. So so I I really liked I liked Samantha in this one, and um, there were two emotional parts for me about when it, as it relates to the book in this movie or three. First one was okay. when when they had the race at the beginning. It was not the the first challenge, and it had nothing to do with lettuce and the school. And I, I was like, ah, oh, this is not going to be anything like it at all they just totally wrecked this mm. movie this, this movie but it was fun and it was cool i don't I, remember the details i don't remember the details of the challenges except for the the rush 2112 and uh the ferris bueller yeah well the, the first like, one was they, the D tomb of horrors or something like that it was like a big D thing and i was like oh it was 
Oh, anyway, right. It, the point was that it didn't. It actually, like you said, it didn't matter. They got the spirit of the movie and the spirit of the challenge, yeah, and, exactly. And it was okay. Um, so that they, while I felt a little like uh, a little disappointed there for a second, it it wasn't bad because the action was great. the The puzzle was still there. the The acting and the characterization of the characters just picked it right back up to me. Like, okay, I'm not not too worried about it again. Um, the second one was um, when we see Samantha in real life for the first time, right in the middle of the movie. And I was like, Oh, this is, this is not right at all. This totally ruins her <laughs> character. Um, but it didn't right. because it, again, it, yeah. it just transitioned really well, um, right off to the rest of the stuff. And, and they didn't linger too much. Spielberg just did great with it. Um, and what was the third one? I can't remember. Oh, the third one for, for me was, um, <laughs> I, I was, uh, I was liking the movie, but I was still feeling like, is this going to, you know, worry this is going to end well or not end well? Or what are they going to do? How is this going to, you know, live up to my expectations kind of as I'm still watching the movie? And then mm-hmm. they did the charm of making, which is, I think, in this movie, there'll be so many times when everyone will have a geek out moment where, oh, my God, that's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I love this show now. Or, oh, my God, that's you right. know, uh, Goro from Mortal Kombat. I love this show now. You know, and, and for me, it was in Excalibur, the spell was the charm of making the Enal Nathrak, Uzoth, Besod, Dothniel, Yenve. And, and, and they, they, that's a huge part of one of my favorite fantasy movies of all time. And that's the huge part that they say many times in this movie. And I was like, oh, I just had chills. And I was so excited. And like, okay, no matter how bad this movie ends right now, I'm just going to watch it a million times and I'm going to buy it. Um, and, and, and I feel that this movie probably has that for several people. The, the chest burster from Aliens, they'll have things that mm-hmm. you just want to buy it or watch it again just so you can see your favorite scene because they did well with it. That was pretty funny. I don't know, I don't know if I have like a like a one moment. The chest burster thing was pretty funny. I mean, um, for some people, it'll be the Shining, the whole Shining thing. If, yeah, I never, I never watched the Shining, but that's when I I've what? talked about this on the show before. I have you, um, what? <laughs> you have to you have to watch the Shining, dude. Yeah, I've never watched The Shining. Oh, wow. Like like H says, I, I, I don't like horror movies, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna go against my uh, the thing I said earlier about adaptations, but and I think I've even said this on the show. Like the film, The Shining was such a disappointment after reading the book because the book like had me looking over my shoulder for weeks. The creator hates his own creation, mm. right? Because it because it takes that long to read, but. Um, the the shining scene is actually when I got up out of the theater because I have oh. the uh, I have the Run P app. <laughs> Your Run P app is that tells you, like I had to go to the bathroom oh and God. I also Dennis, Dennis can't make it through a whole movie without going to the bathroom. No, no, <laughs> He's got an like app for the it. the local the local theater has a bar, and one beer is not enough for the, a two hour movie. Like I have to get a second beer, so I have the app to tell me what's the best time to go get a second beer. And, do they uh, sell those giant th- cokes? Th- if they do, get one of those cups and then keep buying beer and fill it up and then take that in. Like, real easy. I've I've thought about getting two at the start of the movie, but I'm always with other people and so that there aren't enough. <laughs> you fans, don't want them but, to know you're an alcoholic. Um, what what the what the app does is like it picks times and we've talked about this a little bit in in the past about this show because they about this app because they will not put the brakes in action sequences. And I'm like, I don't know, to me, depending on the action sequence, that might be when I want to go, you know, the step away for a minute. And it was the beginning of that uh, 
of that shining sequence. And in retrospect, I was like, you know, I could have skipped most of um, Wade's love confession to Sam. Like, I know how that goes. They put it earlier in the story. It's a little bit slow. But they do... the, the, The app puts the breaks in these expositional scenes so that... Because they put a description they put a summary in the app like you can click in and see a detail and it's like they do this they do this and h doesn't h has never seen the shining and so you know he the this and this and i'm like oh it's so that you can read while you're in the bathroom you can read about it and then when you get back like <laughs> yeah, you haven't missed anything. Sweet. okay that's yeah. all right um but uh yeah that was all that was all pretty good the spotting serenity was pretty good though it's very like fringe oh, i don't know to, to i got, me, maybe I got Chris, so much like, to look forward i got to, so much to look forward to, to this is awesome to me maybe the uh the it's a wonderful life quote uh by by ehrlich bachman oh yeah it's slash, friends the friends slash i rock yeah. and his uh, some of his lines i mean that guy I've, i don't know the actor's name but he, he generally plays the same kind of character like his character in deadpool was not that different from Ehrlich Bachman. Right. TJ Miller. No, no. Yeah. yeah, he wasn't. And his, like, you know, uh, what does he say? <laughs> the carpal oh. tunnel syndrome or whatever he's got the, the neck the, thing. The carpal tunnel thing. Or he's <laughs> like, he's like, I did this and I read this and voila, which is French for, <laughs> and then I found out. And then I found out. Right. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. But when they're like, they're in the big battle scene and the they they do the the thing you talked about the spell to bring the the force yeah. field down and yeah. he like he he puts his hand on sorrento's shoulder and he's like no man is a failure who has friends <laughs> and you're just like ah, it's so you know like irreverent and sarcastic I, I i expected so i rock is not a, a big character in the, in the books at all and and when they made tj miller i rock i was like what what why are they, what are they doing what i don't understand this and then i thought <laughs> they better not make irock a big character and then he is kind of a big character in this one yeah and and i don't mind it and then i thought oh it's gonna be T, it's gonna be just tj miller and i'm gonna but i didn't mind it either uh his lines were pretty well given they were they put him in every scene he was in was supposed to be a very serious scene and he's a very serious looking character and then he's just says these really dumb kind of lines yeah that that you actually see is like the the south park fat guy at the keyboard you know Mm -hmm. doing and Mm -hmm. and that's what i i i saw i rock as is that guy that's like a a non-social big guy living in a bomb basement he's an oasis troll yeah Uh, he's totally an oasis troll and 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 the tj miller couldn't have been a better pick for that yeah that's why yeah so so listen to all this so I, i i the one thing and i don't think you need to worry about this there is good music, right? It's not just in the trailers. Like I heard you talk about Rush, so there's some Russian. In oh, it. oh yeah, there's there's plenty of good '70s and '80s. Good, uh, I, but I'm gonna love soundtrack. it. I'm just gonna love this. Yeah, it, it's not it's not as good as say uh, Guardians of the Galaxy or something what? where that really stands. Well, the trailers out. they have Aha playing. I mean, that's some yeah. of it is Great. some of it is very thematic, like in ways that you don't expect, or yeah. maybe maybe you didn't expect. Where like. Um, I'm not gonna think. I'm not gonna remember any examples right now. But where the lyric or the song fits the situation, mm-hmm. but it's a really popular song, and so it's just it's just thrown in there. Ah. Yeah. Um, but but the, the 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 movie did a good job of making you. You talked about the the go pee. 
thing of, of making you feel like every scene was pretty important. There's just mm-hmm. a few that, that kind of weren't. And, um, and that was that you point out the really one I was thinking of where Samantha and him get together. But if you've not known anything about that, that's kind of a key that you have to have. Um, right. But, but it, it was, it was pretty good. Uh, the, the serenity thing, I want to mention that again, like, cause you did, uh, Fox had said on the show at one point that, you know, he doesn't care if they ruin the whole movie as long as they have, maybe he says, hopefully they'll have serenity fly in and save the day at one point. And serenity mm. does at the very end flies in and delivers Daito. Oh, his really? Oh, Jenna's going to love this. She said from the beginning, <laughs> yes. she wants to go, wanted to go see this movie. I'm like, okay, yeah, it looks pretty good. But she's like, she wants, she's going to love that. I got to, I got to keep that yeah. to myself. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. I had, I had several moments where, and and it's that kind of thing where like there are so many IPs being thrown at you that different people are catching different things. Like I had, yeah. I was sitting between my dad and my brother in law. My brother in law is a year older than me, and my dad's in his fifties. And yeah. um, they're like, they're like, oh, did you see this? I'm like, yeah, that's that. It's the the DeLorean Back to the Future. But they do that Firefly thing. At the serenity thing and he jumps out on a gundam and i think i think on both sides of me they're like you know my my brother-in-law's big transformers guy so it wasn't that yeah. but my dad oh. is like he's like he's like what is that a transformer I'm like no no what no. He's, like, he's like is it um is it voltron yeah no it's, it's like it's like is that a is that a voltron i'm like no it's a it's an anime thing it's just anime thing. don't worry about it just stop 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 talking during the movie well okay um, so and con- nobody i don't think anybody because neither of my my brothers were there nobody recognized harley quinn oh they were, she they had several scenes with her she's right there in a couple scenes wow. and they're like they're like which one was was because she doesn't look like it's the and I said this when we had it's Fox on. One, right? It's the Arkham video game series Harley. It's not Harley from Batman yeah. animated, and right. it's not uh, Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad. Yeah. Harley. Wow. So much, um, so much yeah. IP. Then that, that yeah, is yeah. crazy. Yeah, I'm um, like, I'm like, oh well, none of none of them have been to Gen Con. What that was like 2015, where we were counting all the Harleys. Yes, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> when I was supposed yeah. to make an app for counting yeah. them. So. This is, now, this is going to sound, I'm going to say it anyway, this is going to sound a little racist, but it's the, it's the truth fact of the matter. I'm sitting in and I'm flanked on, on the show and I'm flanked on both sides by, comes in a, a, an Asian couple sits on my left and another Asian couple sits on my right. And, <laughs> and during that scene, Serenity comes down and like you're waiting for Daito the whole time. One of the characters is not in the big fight. And it's, it's a, a huge it's fight. It's a big deal in the books, like yeah. that robot thing. Like everybody has their own robot they do with that thing, and it's and you just don't have time in the movie. Yeah, but right. So so all of a sudden, it, Chris. By the way, the the big bad guy is Mecha Godzilla. They're fighting Mecha Godzilla, mm. and he is and he is rocking everybody. And it's just like in the book, he's just the most powerful thing ever. Um, and then finally, Daito comes in. This you know samurai kid who's like all about the way of the samurai. And he comes in and, and out of nowhere, boom, Serenity comes in and does it like a banking thing. And I, and in the theater, I literally go, oh, my God, it's Serenity. I was just so excited. And then it opens up the back, the, the cargo door, and he says, I choose Gundam. And then Gundam comes out and does his pose. And I had quieted down like three seconds later. And then the, <laughs> the, all the people next to me lost their minds at Gundam. It's like when you it's like when you watch a stream of like Koreans playing original Starcraft. Yeah. And oh, like yeah. they're freaking out, they're emotional, you have no idea what they're saying because they're right. speaking Korean. Right. 
Right. Right. But, right. but they're clearly yeah. excited about it. So, so yeah, it, just, it was just a complete switch. I was huge on Serenity, and then they were huge on Gundam. Um, That's Gundam. awesome, though. Right. That, that, that just shows how smart I think Spielberg is. I mean, to get yeah. all of that stuff in there, too. So Yeah, every, everything. And, and there's going to be so many things, because I know that there's a part where Sorrento flips through his inventory when choosing robots. And I bet you that if you <laughs> screen cap that, you're going to get a whole bunch of other robots. Each, each one of those is some other IP that... Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Um, and and it's and it's also they do a lot of things where multiple people are playing the same character. Like how many Master Chiefs that were they, they had like a whole squad of Master Chiefs running. Well, through. that's I mean, kind of funny. In, you you play multiplayer Halo and everybody looks like that. So that makes sense. Like but like Chiefs, right. you you see Tracer way more than I expected to. Um, yeah. There's there's Minecraft at the very beginning. You World never see it again after that, but you're like, oh, it's Minecraft. Right, it's, right. S- Sydney picked on that immediately. She's like, oh. Um, also, by the way, in that scene I saw a second time around, they show lettuce. Like they, it's a it's a, a pretty normal like Earth looking world as they fly by it, and it says lettuce above it, which is the the school all the school words where they go to they go to school at. Oh um, right, right, right. So so they they do have lettuce in in the movie, but yeah. yeah. I think I think in the audio book they pronounce it lutus. Lutus. But- okay, all right. It reminds um, me of something else, but you go right. On. I always think of Luddite or whatever. Um, yeah, so so yeah, the, <laughs> the movie had it. I, I thought the characters were were good. It did have the a right percentage of Oasis versus real world stuff. It's For sure, not the same as the book. For sure. Um, so I and by the time they kind of transitioned, it, well, they don't really ever transition out of the Oasis. It's all the way through. Um, when they put a lot more people, real world world stuff, it makes sense. And in the book, that's also when it happened. Um, well, and the and as far as like the challenges matching the book, the the last challenge with adventure, I don't remember exactly how it played out in the book with the dome and and yeah. all that stuff. But that all felt very like like here's the thing. Oh, and I I, whew, I almost forgot I was going to say this. So this movie, this this challenge, this game, um, everything about. Uh, Halliday yeah is 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 all centered around a very specific concept a specific idea yeah and do you know what can you name what that is the, the easter egg or the i'm not sure which idea the east the, the, the easter egg okay like when the, did the, this when did this movie open uh, 2018 and i don't know i don't know no, what no, you're tracking here i mean it opened easter weekend Oh, Easter egg. I don't think that had to do with that. No, Dennis. <laughs> oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> Halliday's Easter egg. I get it. I get it. Ah, uh, But it, it did. It actually did open up Easter weekend. You're right. Oh. Uh, the, the, <laughs> be crazy. I, I think that uh, the, Mike, the ending, Mike's a little mad about that. Uh, I, yeah, I, did, I didn't even get that together. Um, I, 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 You know what? In the book, it played out where... The bad guy was defeated. They went in and turned the crystal, and he just had to face the last challenge. And in the book, the challenges were really fun reading them because it, it was it was kind of like a puzzle. You, I always felt when I was reading the book that you're trying to also figure out what the trick is here to this whole you know mm-hmm. puzzle thing. And so, and it was sort of split between like the keys and the doors. Yes, the, in a way that they didn't really have time for in the movie. Exactly. And and it doesn't also that doesn't really make for good movie stuff, you know, where you where you have this very slow paced kind of intellectual thought. It, the way Spielberg did it was intercutted thing, intercutted, intercut things 
um, together with action. And he, so he made instead of making it the bad you guys really beat, you couldn't really put him reenacting Ferris Bueller's Day Off in a in another movie in another movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. So so he so in the last challenge, instead of like beating the bad guy, walking into the crystal with the crystal key and then spending this long time about adventure and figuring adventure out, he intercuts it with they're trying to do adventure and they're doing all the Atari stuff while the big fight's going on. So he, he combined it really well for a movie. The guys, I mean, Spielberg obviously is a legend for many reasons and they'll teach his works in schools, universities forever. But this is just another, you know, master class in how you make a movie. Mm-hmm. You, you, yeah. You, well, you just change things. That sounds like it. And, and I, and I don't want to get too specific on the details here because this is a major spoiler, but the way that the way that they use the character of Og and yeah. the stuff that they have him do in the movie that is is very important but much smaller than what he does in the books in the book he like get he's helicopters them to his place and he's got the right. pods and it's this whole segment that yeah. they didn't have time for but they like just you know Spielberg shuffled stuff around and put him in the story in a way that is very very significant yes but doesn't take up a lot of screen time yeah which i, I, I mean which I, which I thought also was fairly masterfully done i wonder i wonder if spielberg i mean i hate to say this it sounds dumb to even say this but read the book i mean a lot of people i think he did read directors will read the script and not read the source material or they'll just he, i'm gonna make the movie i'm gonna make well, i saw you know? i saw a trailer bit with him and he said when when the book came out he read it and he was talking about okay. that so because that that comes through that exactly what Dennis had says that this character has a significance in the book and it doesn't fit, you know, in a movie the same way. But he's like, I still need to get that same feeling for this character across. So he did it mm-hmm. in a different way, but still gets the same weight and feeling to it. And that's right. just that's just great. That's just he does it really, really great. Um, have Have you Pat, seen the the actor who played Halliday in anything else? I had not. But man, did he do good or what? He's he's done a handful of like um, period costume dramas, which are the kind of things that uh, my parents really like, and I've yeah. I've seen quite a few of them, Dickens adaptations and and things like that. Yeah. And everything I've seen him in, he plays this kind of uh, like detached, emotionless kind of character. And so when I saw him, you know, pop on the screen as as Halliday, I'm like, oh, this is. This is perfect for him. Like he's not, yeah, not quite. Not that he's not all there, but he like he just doesn't quite fit. Like he's not. He doesn't understand social interaction and and all. Like that's the kind of character I've seen him play. So he was perfect for this role. Yeah, Halliday. They cast it that that right. And and when I saw the trailer with him talking the way he talked, I was like, uh, this this. I mean, the trailers just did not do as good. They were good trailers, but they just did not do as good justice for a lot of the stuff um and halliday was was great actually there's a scene when i watched it the second time through i knew that all the main cool like pop culture references and all the cool stuff was basically done at this point but when he wins and he has that exposition with halliday in his house Mm -hmm. i I was like this is this is a really good scene i mean it's just yeah it's a good scene and and they had already like there was a little bit of tension with Sorrento coming with the gun, but really it Spielberg allowed the audience time 
to do an important thing and spend one-on-one with Halliday, who is a, a character that is even, I think, more important in this movie than he was in the book even, and and Wade. And both actors did just so good. You know, they just performed really well. It was heartfelt. And at the at the end, when he walks off, I felt the same way I felt in the book. Like, wow, that I really like this guy. You know, and I wish I could have known him when he was alive type thing. Just like Wade feels. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, Chris, go watch it. It's fun. It's it's, it's fun, adventure, <laughs> heartfelt. Um, and even, more, you know, unlike unlike The Last Jedi, where we talk about it, we start <laughs> disliking it more and more. This one is actually, as I watched it, I enjoyed it. And then I talk about it and think about it. I like it more and more that I start like, all right, you know, I'm thinking about for it. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. I mean, you all the stuff you guys said, that the and, you know, I've been wanting to watch it see it for a long time now so yep i can't wait if nothing for the music <laughs> nothing for nothing for the music yeah. you'll have <laughs> nice. to tell me about what you think about that because i i, there's, I as you guys are no, talking there's about no it, rush 2112 sequence unfortunately but there are no i don't need there, that there's there so many good rush there's some shirts and posters and, and some that is not what they you'll, are you'll have to yeah. tell me chris about your opinion on that because I, I as you you two were talking about that i have to admit there was only one scene where i had i even remember any of the music and that was at the end when it was like goonies type music so mm. I, I, you have to, now that you've got an ear for that, you'll have to say, oh yeah, they had great scenes with this music doing this and that doing that or, or not. Right. So, yeah. Right. Well, I think, yeah, I think based on what you guys have said, I think I'm going to, I'm going to probably go see it multiple times. So you should watch it like, you know, this weekend right away is what you know, I, I would for sure. Mike, what, no, um, before we we're, we're over time here, but before we wrap up, what, uh, what do you want to do for our weekly challenge next week? Hey. So I got one pop up. I'm not sure what I think about it, but um, it popped up as Netflix does. It's called Titan. I think it's called Titan. The Titan. The Titan. Right. It's 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 a uh, it's kind of like a space horror movie type thing um, with the guy from Avatar. You know okay. About? Yeah, and the Sam the Sinclair. girl the girl from Orange Is the New Black. Yes. Right, uh, right. Piper Schilling. Yeah, I don't know something like that. Fan of hers, but yeah, sure. Um, but the, the, the movie itself, I mean, the show itself looks okay. I mean, it's a sci-fi type thing and it, it goes, it looks by the trailer that it goes a little dark at the end, which is, which is cool. It's a horror, got a horror thing like aliens or something. Um, so yeah, that, that sounds cool. What do you think? Is that all right? It's a movie. It's not a show. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be good. I'm, I'm coming into town next weekend for, uh, the combine tech conference. Okay. So cool. something that's a little less of a time commitment would, will, uh, will be good. Maybe we'll. Right. Maybe we'll meet up and watch it at Trotsky's place or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good idea. I don't know what you're You guys can come over to my place and we'll watch it. Oh, yeah. Chris has got a real nice new place. We can go, yeah. go over there and check that out. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't been there yet. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and like I said, you can stay here if you don't want to. You, you need to convert that, you need convert that basement yeah. into a full size theater, is what you need to do. <laughs> but that's, that's, that's what, that's what it, come I know. I thought tomorrow. I was going to say that's the whole reason. I might stay over there just for that. So. <laughs> right, nice. right. Nice. All right, man. Well, I think I think we did good this week. We got uh, Captain Chris. Thanks for coming on, buddy. We really appreciate it. Happy to do it. Sorry it took yeah. so long. Yeah, we just got to get schedules. You know, your busy schedules running the world these mm-hmm. days. That's right. You're running your own Starfleet ship. You got to come down That's for true. us. It's true. It's true. That's right. All right, man. We, uh, we we saved a lot of lives this week, we, I think. We did. At least four. I know there was at least four out there that we saved by four, listening to the show. Me. Maybe five. Five's a little bit of a stretch. But uh, we had Chris. Definitely we, five. Definitely we, five. We, we got those four for sure. <laughs> for sure. All right, everybody. Well, until next time, I'm Dennis. This is Michael. And this is Chris. For the Front Porch. Night, everybody. Night, guys. Night, guys.